Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Friday of the fourth week of Lent. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The wicked said amongst themselves, thinking not right, let us beset the just one, because he is obnoxious to us. He sets himself against our doings, reproaches us for transgressions of the law, and charges us with violations of our training. He professes to have knowledge of God and styles himself a child of the Lord. To us, he is the censure of our thoughts. Merely to see him is a hardship for us, because his life is not like that of others, and different are his ways. He judges us debased. He holds aloof from our paths, as from things impure. He calls blessed the destiny of the just and boasts that God is his father. Let us see whether his words be true. Let us find out what will happen to him. For if the just one be the son of God, he will defend him and deliver him from the hand of his foes. With revilement and torture, let us put him to the test that we may have proof of his gentleness and try his patience. Let us condemn him to a shameful death, for according to his own words, God will take care of him. These were their thoughts, but they erred, for their wickedness blinded them, and they knew not the hidden counsels of God. Neither did they count on a recompense of holiness, nor discern the innocent soul's reward. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord confronts the evildoers to destroy remembrance of them from the earth. When the just cry out, the Lord hears them, and from all their distress, he rescues them. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and those who are crushed in spirit, he saves. Many are the troubles of the just man, but out of them all, the Lord delivers him. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He watches over all his bones. Not one of them shall be broken. The Lord redeems the lives of his servants. No one incurs guilt who takes refuge in him. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus moved about within Galilee. He did not wish to travel in Judea because the Jews were trying to kill him. But the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles was near. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, he himself also went up, not openly, but as it were, in secret. Some of the inhabitants of Jerusalem said, Is he not the one they are trying to kill? And look, he is speaking openly, and they say nothing to him. Could the authorities have realized that he is the Christ? But we know where he is from. When the Christ comes, no one will know where he is from. So Jesus cried out in the temple area as he was teaching, and he said, You know me, and also know where I am from, yet... I did not come on my own, but the one who sent me, whom you do not know, is true. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. So they tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on, upon him because his hour had not yet come. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Spring training baseball is kind of fun to watch. You, you get a look uh, at some of your favorite players as they prepare for a long season ahead. But there are also a lot of guys on the field that, that you haven't heard of before or that you've only seen on lists of prospects uh, that could one day play on the big team. These guys have been told since they were old enough to hold a bat that they were naturals. They were the best on the Little League team, the best on their high school team, maybe even the best in their district or the state. People say things like, 
he reminds me of a young Ted Williams, or he has the potential to hit with power, or he has three major league quality pitches in his repertoire. But when spring comes and they are, they are invited to play with the big boys, it's time to prove it. The voices in our first reading grumble about a person who is obnoxious for claiming to have knowledge of God and for challenging others to live holy lives. Their response to him is actually quite reasonable in a way. Prove it. You know God's mind. You're his chosen one because you live such a righteous life. Your faith is so strong. Well, let's see you prove it. If you are so pleasing to God, he'll save you from all the torture we can put you through. If you come out on top, maybe you will be a little bit more attentive. Not even the Son of God can skip spring training. You're going to be fully human? Well, you can expect humanity to push you to the limit. You're going to have to prove you're the Messiah, not by doing miracles, but by being faithful to the Father's will, even if you're persecuted, and by loving us, even if we kill you. As disciples of Jesus, our very lives are like spring training, lasting eight or nine decades instead of eight or nine weeks. Some people are on a faster track, overachievers, I guess. But if we really want to go to heaven, we can expect to face some tough pitching on the way up. No one goes directly to the big leagues. God bless you.